and the kobolds have made camp in the forests northwest of Nebanir on a journey to deliver mail to the city of Melura. Though the storm around them has abated, the lingering rumble of thunder warns of danger in their path. Welcome back to Blood Gold. Marin and the kobolds have set up this this small campsite. You are in the pine woods, a little bit less, well, about a day's walk, but you didn't quite make it as far as you would have liked into the woods between Nebanir and the city of Melura. And the rumors have been that there is a wyvern around Melura, that, that, that Meluran citizens have sighted, have reported uh, a wyvern. The kobolds are a little... You can tell they're having trouble going down for camp. Um, they're fitful. They're, uh, they're moving around a lot in their knapsacks. You can hear across the fire, like, just a lot of shuffling, a lot of moving about. Um, and I don't think we actually did a camping check. I thought we did. Where your HP got restored? Yeah, because I'm looking at my HP and it's all done. Oh, okay. Then I'm just thinking of condition check then for the next morning. Okay, that's fine. Thank you for holding me accountable. I'm not letting you take away my HP. The roll will do that for me. You don't need to do it. (laughs) Your journey check is going to just decimate you. Always. Yeah. Um, I think it makes sense that they're pretty fitful during the night. This is the first night that we're actually roughing it. We've always stayed in an inn or at an established campsite. Yeah, this is like y'all's first time. Actually roughing it. In the middle of the woods, yeah. Mm-hmm. The storm has stopped. All you're hearing now are the the drips of water falling from the leaves onto your tarp. And they're just kind of dip, 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 dip as... That would actually drive me insane. You try to fall asleep. How do people sleep like that? Oh, God, I need houses. I'm not made for the wilderness. <laughs> We've <sighs> camped in the rain. We've slept in tents in the yeah, rain. Yeah, but it, like, consistently rained. So mm. there was, like, a like a pattern to it. I see. Marin, how do you sleep? Honestly, I think Marin sleeps pretty well. <laughs> this is sort of her element. It's been a while, so she's going to wake up messed up. It can't be easy to be older and sleeping on rocks. It would mess me up. And mm-hmm. she's older than me, so that would mess me up. Um, but she probably sleeps pretty well. And I know there's, like, a lot of emotional turmoil, but I feel like that does not stop Marin from sleeping. I feel like very little stops Marin from sleeping. Yeah. You actually, yeah, you fall asleep quickly, and you fall asleep deeply. And are you just always afraid whenever you go to sleep that I'm just going to give you weird yeah. dreams? Uh-huh. <laughs> Yep. Um, I'm fully ex- I'm like preparing myself that you're going to hand me another character sheet and I'm going to have a dream <laughs> like that's I'm fully preparing myself for that right now and the way that you're laughing makes me think that's exactly what's going to happen Mm-mm. no I just uh, I just always feel like you're so nervous whenever you go to sleep I am I don't know what you're going to do to me here's the thing giving me weird dreams that's a Zach move 
Sal had weird dreams. Yeah, it is. It's it's absolutely a thing that I, I do weird dreams all the time. I do weird dreams too much. I rely on it too heavily. I don't think so. I think there's a time and a place for it. I, Diana, am just worried about them because I, Diana, and also my characters are entirely too obtuse to figure out the meaning behind the dreams that you keep showing me. And I'm going to lose them. I'm going to lose it. So, so, Marin falls asleep. You wake up to the sound of thunder. As you come to, you kind of recognize that there's been... You know when you wake up and you realize that you've been hearing a sound in your sleep? Yeah. Do you know that sensation? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You you wake up to the sound of thunder and it slowly dawns on Marin that you've been hearing thunder. Um, and there's no rain. But as your eyes are kind of half open, there is a powerful crack of lightning and the camp kind of lights up in light almost for a split second as if it were day and when that light goes off you see that there is a small silver gossamer string kind of leading outside of your tent what the hell is that what is a gossamer string like uh i'm gonna guess the spiders yes spider string yes a spider web what is a gossamer string is that just like a glittery string gossamer is like uh shit how do i describe gossamer it's shiny uh it's what's not polished but you have two degrees in english um gossamer yeah this is driving me yes gossamer as in ryan gosling Gossamer. It's like delicate and also not luminescent, but shiny. A fine, filmy substance consisting of cobwebs spun by small spiders seen especially in autumn. Also used to refer to something very light, thin, and insubstantial or delicate. Mm-hmm. So a spider web. I see a spider line. Yes. Not a, a web, but I see a line. And it's kind of like floating uh, it's like, you can tell it's connected to the top of your tent and it's kind of like floating outside of your tent. So Diana has this, I wouldn't call it a superpower cause it's not always accurate, but I have a pretty good innate ability to kind of like recognize what time it is. I'm usually right within 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of freaky. It's not always right, but a lot of the times, especially like in the middle of the night, I'll wake up and kind of know what time it is. Does... Marin have that ability. I want to see. I think for sure, yes. Right? Okay, so what time is it? It's like like 4.20. (laughs) I did. I said that not realizing. (laughs) As soon as it was out of my mouth, I realized what I said. Slightly after 4 a.m. Yes. It's slightly after 4 a.m. Okay. Um, I think Marin wakes up. I think she kind of sits up. This is close enough to her awake time. I think she wakes up and sort of... She doesn't like move a lot, but she sits upright and looks further out at the string. Yeah. And you can see it's kind of like leading out and it is still dark. Is 4.22 or is, is four o'clock too late in the, or early in the, is that morning? Well, it depends. What season are we in? Spring. It'd still be dark out at four. Yeah. So it's still, it's still very dark out. Um, you can see there is some light from the moon in the forest and this kind of string is, is floating outside of your tent and 
it's caught in a draft and it's kind of like floating upwards. Do I see an end? Uh, yeah. Are you, you're like following the. No, you... I'm not going outside. Okay. I'm sitting upright. Can I see the end? Yeah. Okay. What do I see at the end? Nothing. Just just the end. Just uh, just it drifts off and stops and it's kind of like floating up. Okay. I break off the string. I don't want it attached to my tent. Okay. Yeah, I do that. Okay. I probably do it with my spade because it's never far from my body. Yeah, so you just brush it off? Yep. Okay. And then I go back to sleep. You're looking at me like I'm supposed to do something else with this. But but what you've done, I just want to be clear as to what you've described, right? What you described was a wilderness woman waking up, seeing a spider web. Uh Uh-huh. You're right. Am I supposed to do something different with that? No, it's fine. I if there was something on the other end of it, I would have done something. But you said there was nothing on the other end. It wasn't connected to a tree or anything. It was just going out into the world. Yep. Then it's a broken spider web. I broke it. It's a spider web. Not everything is supernatural in this world, right? No, no, No. Not everything is a god. No, you're right. You guys can't see this giant look of disappointment on his face. I've clearly broken his dreams, but I have no idea what I'm supposed to do with this. It's disappointment in myself. It's disappointment in myself is what it is. Because you thought I, for a moment, a moment that Diana would do something different? No. Well, no. It's it's that I should... Yeah, no. That is what you do. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. That's what you do. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know why I thought that would work. Did you prefer, would you prefer, we can wreck on this. I get out of my tent and I look longingly at the spider string. Nope. Wishing for all of the connections that I could have made. My life is exactly like this string. Just blowing listlessly into the wind. I am a product of the environment. I have no free will in this situation. Is this, is that, would would that be preferable? Would you like me to monologue? No, you're good. <laughs> I'm sorry if I broke your heart. No, you're I no, you didn't. It's totally it's it's me. <laughs> it's like what did I think was gonna happen? No, like, yeah, that's what that's what's gonna happen, Zach. What do you think was gonna happen, Zach? Uh so Marin lies back down to go back to sleep, and as you're as you're lying back down, you hear another crack of this uh lightning. Give me an intelligence plus intelligence check. Can I retcon something? Sure. I don't think I go back to sleep. Okay. I know I said that, but I don't mm-hmm. think I do. Because I, earlier I said it's close enough to my waking up time. Listen, don't be changing stuff just no, because no, I reacted no, sad. No, that's not it. No, that's not it. No, that's not it. I just, it's it's like 4.30-ish, mm-hmm. right? She usually gets up at like 5. There's not really a point in her going back to sleep. For what? For her to oversleep? Or just be a little bit more tired because she took a random tiny nap right after her sleep. Like, that won't work. So I think she just stays up. But it's thundering. It's not raining, he said. I don't think she moves. It's still a little early. She mm-hmm. probably is just, like, relaxing a little. Can you give me an intelligence plus I, intelligence check, please? I, I will do that. <laughs> I'm just letting you know that I'm not asleep. If you need me to be asleep, I will be. I'll do whatever you want. Just tell me <laughs> what you want. No, no. No, no. I, I can do an intelligence intelligence. Yeah, give me an intelligence intelligence check. I can do that. Ten. Okay. Marin is kind of like sitting up in bed. Like she's kind of like, you know, coming out of sleep. She just knocked away this annoying cobweb. And 
as she's kind of sitting there, she hears this lightning crack and she sees this blast of light. She thinks about how it hasn't been raining for hours um, since before you went down for bed. She can clearly see moonlight. And from out of her tent, there doesn't appear to be any like clouds or anything. And this lightning keeps cracking. I think like if the if this was a movie, the camera would be like slowly zooming in on her face and you would see her eyes. Would they get wide or would they squint? I think they would squint. Mm-hmm. And like you can like see the realization on her face that there is in fact a wyvern and that what she's hearing is the wyvern. I'm making a guess, Diana. But by your face, I think I'm right. But that's that's what that's what you see. You see Marin realizing that it's a wyvern that she's hearing, strongly suspecting that it's a wyvern mm-hmm. that she's hearing. Mm-hmm. It's four thirty. They're all still asleep. She's not making any decisions. She's just realized it. She's gonna start planning several plans. One of which is retreat. Mm-hmm. But she's gonna you know plan. Now here's a question. I don't, Diana does not know anything about wyverns. Would that cobweb be a thing with the wyverns? I can't change what no. I've done. I've done what I've done, but. No, it's okay. not a thing with the wyverns. Okay. It's clearly a thing with your spider gods. You love spider gods. It's clearly a thing with your spider gods. I've, I've angered somebody, but. <laughs> Why do you think you've angered somebody? Because I'm looking at your face and you were so heartbroken. Like. <laughs> I've angered somebody. You have not. You've not angered anybody. <laughs> but I've. Well, I haven't. I didn't do the good thing that I was supposed to do. I did something else. But anyway, it's too early. She can't make any decisions now. Getting up and moving now would be more suspicious than if they just waited mm-hmm. in the daytime. So she just. She's coming up with plans, and she's listening intently because if she can figure out sort of the direction that they're coming in, she might be able to figure out where the wyvern is. Mm. Yeah. I have animal tracking, which is not helpful in this moment. <laughs> uh, why don't you give me a spirit intelligence check? That's an eight. You are kind of like up listening and thinking about like trying to figure out exactly what plans to make, what's going on. And you hear what is pretty clearly like from the north a very sudden wailing of a large animal that starts and then is suddenly cut off. And Osmer kind of like jerks up and his head kind of like jerks to the side in the direction of the sound. And, but the kobolds don't wake up. Mm-hmm. But uh, you heard this... this Cow get murdered. Something, yeah, some, some large creature get... Uh, murdered. Yeah. It became someone's breakfast. What direction am I heading in? Wasn't I going north? You are going northwest. Okay. And this was from the north. Mm-hmm. So my plans now are maybe to swing wide in the west or to start heading maybe northeast, like in a completely different direction. It's not a completely different direction, but it's... Northeast is in, in the wrong dire- d- direction of Melura if you're trying to bail on... No, I'm not trying to bail. I'm trying to swing around it. Mm. I'm trying to get around the beast. Mm. And if it's hovering around the city, then going northeast might add a day to my journey, but would take me less in its path, maybe, mm. is a thought she has briefly, but discards based on a 
ominous feeling she has by looking at the GM. Would you stop looking at me for like <laughs> weird? I you are, you I feel like you read way too much into my face. Well, you shouldn't be playing with someone who's got two degrees in psychology and doesn't use any of it and relies in- exclusively on her face reading abilities. I'm just listening. Don't like it. Don't look at me. Um, <laughs> okay, no, it's 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 just an idea that she has. She's not. I'm. She's not going to settle on anything because it's not her decision. It's the Kobolds. This is their journey, and while we need the money, this is their journey. And I told them, I promised them at the beginning, that if it was too dangerous, then we would bail. So I don't get to make the final decision. I get to present my case. Very strongly. This is how Marin feels, at least, right now. She might change her mind if Sorrel pisses her off. But, um, <laughs> or rather, if Arcrea pisses her off, Sorrel, I don't think, would be pissed off. Would do anything to piss her off. Um, but she's just coming up with some plans, like some ideas. And that is one of the ideas. But now she has a better idea of where the Wyvern is. It's in the north. So maybe if we go east or west, we're at a better shot of being safe. Is the thought she has. Okay. While continuing to lay there. Okay. She continues to lay there until it's daytime. Okay. <laughs> until it's like normal time for her to get up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you kind of lay there. Uh, eventually, Osmer lays back down. and Oh, yeah, I forgot Osmer was. Yeah, I'm soothing Osmer. I mm-hmm. forgot Osmer was agitated. And But yeah, you, you lay there uh, until the birds start to sing and the sun starts to come up and the, the darkness of the night kind of starts to pass. Could you give me your condition check for everybody, please? Sure. I got a 12. Womp, womp. Wrong. Wrong sound. Wrong sound. Yeah, that's a good sound. Yeah. That's good. Like, woot, woot is the sound I was going for. <laughs> I got a 12. Sorrel got an 8. And Akraya got a 7. So I slept great, as I already said. And they slept okay. Mm-hmm. A little restless. Which we kind of figured. Yeah. So I think that makes sense. Now, because you got 12, you get to bump up one of your stats. Yes. And I am going to bump up strength. Okay. Because I've been sleeping really good. I'm in my element. And I'm like working my body by doing all these walks. Mm -hmm. So they're not walks. I'm on a journey. I'm not taking (laughs) walks. I'm on a journey. But I'm just, you know, like buffing my body back up. Okay. All right. So yeah, eventually, uh, Cray and Marin, uh, Cray and Sorrel stretch and, the, and they get up and Sorrel's kind of like rubbing her eyes and she's got her little uh her little uh wood and rag doll she's like rag rubbing her eyes like, um, morning Marin. let's get ready for the day um okay all right and, and she Marin walks out of the tent Ooh, they're only gonna have one meal a day should they have breakfast is a pot of coffee a ration if each of them only has one third of a cup of coffee. <laughs> Wait, so you're making espresso? Yes. I I would Is count that, that as a ration. That's one ration. Yes. For all of us to have espresso. Yes. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take that deal. That's what I'm doing. Okay, so you're putting on like a mocha pot on the fire? Yep. And I think Akraya kind of like saddles up to the to the fire and she helps uh she helps restart the fire. And and you're uh, you're setting up the mocha pot and the the coffee, yeah. So you start making this espresso uh, over the fire, and Akraya's sitting there, kind of silently. She got a seven on her condition check. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, she's feeling okay. She's she's doing all right. Uh, Sorel is immediately like kind of starting to pack up their side of the camp as as you start brewing the coffee. Here is what Diana imagines. Mm-hmm. Marin's making the coffee and packing everything up so that when we all sit down to enjoy our coffee, the coffee's the last thing to get packed up. Everything's been packed up and ready to go. Mm-hmm. And when we are sitting around the fire with the coffee being the last thing that we've made, that's when I tell them that there is a wyvern and we need to make a decision. That way no one's panicked, packing up and forgetting things and making too much noise. We can just make a decision and do it. Either continue on or go backwards. All right. So, yeah, everything everything's packed up. Uh, Osmer is kind of loaded up, but he's still kind of just like on his uh like kind of laying down with the saddle packs on and stuff and the the coffee finishes and and you pour uh you got like what little iron cups or what yeah i guess tin cups wouldn't be good for that uh i mean they could be tin they're it's small so yeah you don't need to keep the heat for long yeah no yeah it'd be something like that yeah they they kind of sit there i wonder how you drink coffee with a kobold face Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think Marin has mugs. I said that. <laughs> I don't think she does. I think she has bowls. Oh, okay. I think it's just bowls. All right. So you just pour a little bit of this black mud in a couple in the little yep. bowls. Mm-hmm. That's, I don't think she has mugs. Why would you have mugs when you can just drink from your bowl or from your water skin? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. So, all right. Yeah. So you, you pour a little bit in a bowl and they kind of tip it back and, uh, I think Chris says, Marin, do you know how much further we have to the city? So that brings up a very good point. Last night, I was able to confirm that there is, in fact, a wyvern. And their eyes kind of go wide. Yeah. I heard the wyvern to the north. I think that if we head a bit more west heading to the city, we should be able to completely avoid the wyvern. It might add a half day journey. I'm making that up. I don't. Can can I say that? Yeah. Okay. I it's gonna add a half day to our journey, but I think we should be able to make it to Meliora in three days. Too many days. Too little days. Dude, uh, you could do it in. I mean, if you're going, no, probably no more than two days. Oh, no more than two days. Yeah. Oh, okay. I I say that. No, no more than two days. And we'll approach from more the west. I, I think Akraya and Sorel kind of exchange looks. I, I think Akraya shakes her head and she like clutches her her satchel and she's like, it's too risky. We should turn back. So I knew you were going to say that, but hear me out. I don't think it was any I don't think it's any riskier than it was last night. And I think we still don't know enough about exactly where the wyvern is. And where the wyvern is going to decide if it is too risky. I think we should keep going. If we keep going to Melura, where there is a wyvern, we run the risk of encountering the wyvern. But I don't think that we will. Based on what? On my survival skills. The fact that I know wyverns. I've hunted them for a very long time. And I think that if we just travel a little bit further west, we'll be able to avoid it. If we stick to the woods, 
If we keep our wits about us, I think we'll be able to make it into town without the wyvern noticing us. And then we'll be able to get onto the other side and the wyvern won't be a problem. Uh, Akraya kind of like looks exasperated at Sorrel. And Sorrel's kind of like staring at the the like sheen of black liquid at the bottom of her bowl. And um, she goes, if we do encounter the wyvern, if it comes for us, can you kill it? I've killed dozens of wyverns. And with you by my side, nudge, nudge with her elbow. I think we can do it. Uh, do you actually like nudge yeah, Sorrel? I do. It's very awkward. It yeah. is a very awkward exchange. Sorrel just kind of like looks back in her bowl. And then she looks up to Akraya and she goes, um, if Marin thinks this is the way, this is the way we should go. And Akraya's like, it's too dangerous, Sorrel. We can't risk any harm coming to the egg. I think Marin cuts in and she goes, I promised you that if it was too dangerous, we would turn back. I don't think it's too dangerous yet. I think we can go. Our Lyrion gave us the egg to get it to Marin because our Lyrion wanted Marin to take us. So we need to let Marin take us. Akrea kind of harumphs and Sorel drinks her swig of coffee, her little espresso. And uh, she puts one hand on her like makeshift sword and she goes um if this is the way we need to go to get to where we're going Marin, then let's go i trust you i think Marin looks to akraya just like looks at her i think yeah yeah so i think Marin looks at akraya while she slowly gets up kind of giving akraya a chance to you know make an argument or something i think she just says if anything happens to this egg, I will never forgive you. And then she gets up and starts like gathering her things together. That seems fitting. <laughs> seems about right. <laughs> um, I don't think Marin says anything about that. I think she just stands up and starts getting Osmer ready. By pro- probably, I think the last thing I said was that the coffee was the last thing that needed to go through. So I'm yeah. like throwing out the coffee and putting out the fire and doing all that. Cool. And in the distance you hear this thunder crash hello and welcome to heart points pod a one-to-one rpg actual play podcast i am your husband and gm zach i am your wife and player diana and this is episode 27 of the blood gold campaign how are you my darling i am doing Okay, I am mean in the heat, and I am hot. Oh, it is so hot here. Yeah. And we don't even have it the worst no. in, like, North America right now. Like, we don't even it have, is crazy. We don't even have it the worst of people in this town. Our old apartment didn't have central air. Oh, yeah. So, like, some of the rooms were just on fire. <laughs> we have central air here. I am dying. Yeah, I ha- couldn't imagine being in our old house with the baby. Oh, my God. Oh, the oh the rage. I would have made us go to the movies <laughs> for the whole day. The rage that would have gone through me. I get, guys, I get so mean. And I, I here's the thing. I'll hear the mean things come out of my mouth and be like, I can't stop this. <laughs> I have no control over this beast that I've turned into. 
It's I get mean. I'm not made for the heat. I just get real lazy in the heat. I just want to be a little Which lazy I, lizard. It makes me so mad <laughs> when I see you just like slowly doing things and I'm like, no, we need to do a thing right now because I'm hot. This is awful. Ah. I hate it. But otherwise, I'm fine. Well, that's good. Otherwise, this has been a pretty good, pretty good summer. It's been fast. Yeah, the summer's going really fast. Well, because we're crazy busy. We're jumping all around doing all the things. Everybody's trying to get shit in before the eighth lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they're trying to make up for last summer. So this is two summers in one. And yeah. also, like, you never know when it's going to end. So you have to make plans for this exact weekend. You can't plan too far ahead. Yeah. It's your dream come true. You're not supposed to see people, except that everybody's seeing everybody. Yeah, no, this is the opposite of my dream come true. <laughs> I'm being forced to see people. Everyone is vaccinated. I'm like, I'm I'm still being like as, you know, careful as I think is, you know, reasonable. I ask Diana a lot, am I... To, am I crazy? Yeah. Diana's always like, yes, you are crazy. Yeah, but am I so crazy that I'm going to make people mad at me by not attending their kids' christening or whatever? That's not something we've been invited to, but we've been invited to stuff that I've turned down just because I don't feel comfortable eating in public yet. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody else is doing it, but it still feels weird to me. I guess you can. Everybody's supposed to be vaccinated, but who the fuck knows? Well, here's the thing. I don't think you were ever really comfortable with eating in restaurants. What? I loved eating in restaurants. No, I think you really enjoyed... Like, we did a lot of takeout. We very rarely went to restaurants to eat. We've always done a lot of takeout and very rarely done restaurants. I don't know if that's true. Well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I believe you. Do you? No, I'm clearly right. Fair. But anyway, it's fine. It's all working itself out. But we hope that you are in somewhere with air conditioning. Hopefully, if you have a window unit, it is directly on your body. I I have central air. I'm on fire. My body is on (laughs) fire. It's also, we record in the one room in the house that doesn't. I know, it's the one. Make any sense. No, it doesn't. It never wants to work properly. No, it doesn't. The rooms next to it are fine, but this room is just, it, I blame your computer. I mean, it probably is, it probably is because of my computer. I blame your computer. Yeah. What's going on with you? How are you? I never ask you. I'm, oh, I'm doing well. I don't I'm know doing if I well. care about your answers, but I do today. Yeah, not to get too much into it. I've started playing Final Fantasy fourteen, which is pretty fun, but I'm not going to talk about it too much. We'll save it for a campfire pod. Or, you know, Checho one day. One day Checho will come back. It's my dream. I, I know. We're, me and my brothers are so freaking everything so crazy that trying to do another podcast is crazy, even though I really want to do another actual play podcast, which is also crazy. Yeah, you talk about it too much. I know. Listen, I just constantly want to do things. I just constantly want to be going, 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 going. It's almost like you get your validation from that because society has told you that that's the only way that you're like worth anything gifted kid syndrome i do have gifted kid syndrome um but yeah no things are going well playing final fantasy 14 um pl- uh not playing a lot of games i'm playing some mothership uh with the home group i'm not playing an, uh i it's been like two months i think since we tried to do an, a patreon game which i want to get up and going again but shit's just been so crazy yeah so um i don't know that's something that you patrons are interested in please hit me up try to keep me honest make an honest man out of me and make me gm some games because i i do need to gm more games i've been trying to read more stuff and 
yeah, just a bunch of games that I want to play. And I just don't have any time or mental energy. Yeah. It's almost like you work full time and we're in the middle of a panini. And, and I have also. a baby. I actually, I, I'm really mad at myself that I do this. That yeah. we started saying panini it's and now your, we can't stop. It's your fault. <laughs> I hated it. I hated it. I don't do it. You do it. I know, but it's your fault. I did it the first couple times because I was like, oh, this is funny because he thinks it's funny. I'll call it a panini. That's so funny. And now when I go to say pandemic, the first word out of my mouth is panini and I'm mad at you about it. It's your fault. I hate it. The word is pandemic. We're in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. But panini is much easier to say. <laughs> so mad at you about it. All right, listen, we're going into five minutes of us just bullshit and we should probably get back into the game. I guess, yeah. All right. Love you. Yeah, okay. And we open up on the dark hall of Sedin Ra, the pega of dungeons and heroic tales. And he is surrounded by tapestries and scrolls and small spiders skitter about and large spiders lumber in the distance. And as Sedin Ra sits on his throne, there's a tiny little spider hanging from a thread in front of him. And he says... I don't understand. I keep sending her all sorts of... I'm trying to help her out. It costs me the Ryujin of this game, Ryutama, life points to send her messages, to send her spiders, to try to warn her and give her signs, and she just ignores me every... I don't understand. I, I just don't know what to do. It is my limited capacity as the Ryujin of this game Ryutama to send her small messages in the form of my transforming creature shape. And I just can't seem to get through to her. I don't, I don't quite understand. <laughs> and then we cut back to Marin. And Sorel and Akreya trekking through the pine forests. That was so uncalled for. <laughs> Just to call me out like that. So uncalled for. <laughs> this is terrible audio. Okay. <laughs> Out into the wilderness. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and it is a humid spring day. Uh, the ground is soft and uh, spongy as you step on these, uh, as you squeeze between the trees and the brush to just kind of make your way. And you're, you're trying to head, you're trying to hook west, mm-hmm. right? Hook west and up. This, this is going to be a complex procedure. It's going to start with a journey check. Or a travel check, rather. To see how everybody is making it through the woods. Alright, Marin is going to roll her travel check first. It's not raining. No, it is no longer raining. Okay. I apologize. I rolled... A nine and a six together is a 15. That is a super success. Do I need to roll for the others? Uh, yes. I, the, for the travel check, everybody rolls strength plus dex. Yeah, I was just really hoping that you would um, not make me. I'm sorry. Who plays by the rules? God. I mean, we try to. 
You try to. It's been a little... I actively try not to. Haven't quite... Uh, I don't know. We're not as by the book for Ryutsuma as I think we were for, like, Dungeon World. As you were. Sorel got... I already forgot. She got an eight. Sorel got right. an eight. So that was also a success? Akraya got a seven. <laughs> Oof. I don't know what that means. What are those sounds? What was the it number just, I was means supposed to get? An eight. Oh. I mean, she misses by one. <laughs> are we sure she misses by one? No. She definitely gets a bonus <laughs> for being awesome. No. Uh, no, hold on. Well, can, I no. Use, can I use a wonder point for her? Just add one. Just, make, just, just let me randomly add a wonder point. I have wonder points. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll let you do that. Yay, she got an eight. <laughs> Literally after the conversation of us saying we follow the rules. Well, listen, I don't think you've used a wonder wonder points. Uh, we, we're not even like trying for those anymore. That was a that was a. It was attempt. a beautiful. It was a beautiful dream you yeah. had. It was a. Fo- it was foolish of you to think that Diana was going to do any sort of prettying with her words. Well, I get worried that I don't give you the opportunity. No, it's my brain doesn't do that. My brain is a checklist. It's not a painting. It's first. Then finally, we, yeah, we were talking about we were talking about this a couple days ago with my cousin mm-hmm. um, about how you know you're very practical, to the point, very direct, mm-hmm. and I'm like very ooh pretty colors. <laughs> um, it's almost like you're the artist and I am the scientist. You know, I sometimes forget that you're a scientist. Technically, yeah. I think it's because you know psychology. Is psychology considered a soft science? It's is both. It, like, are you a soft scientist? It's both. It depends on what you're doing with psychology. Because you definitely have some, like, backgrounding in, like, neurology and, mm-hmm. like, the hard science of psych. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I was any better at stat, I would have, I think I would have felt more confident going into that. I loved doing experiments. They were, like, my favorite part. Social experiments are very interesting, but super boring. I don't want to stand in a line and then see if I can get other people to stand in a line randomly with me. That's not as fun as when I made people smell gross things. That was better. <laughs> that was a better experiment. I forget that you're a scientist. Yeah. Well, because also because you're in education. Yeah. But also, I, I know so many actual scientists. Like, a very close friend of mine is a chemist who works for the Air Force. She's an actual scientist. I feel a little, I feel a little like a poser when I'm calling myself a scientist. She's a chemist. She's got a, you know, she's got a PhD in chemistry. She had a, she had to defend a thesis, a dissertation. I only know what those words are. I've never done them. So (laughs) I don't think that's, I'm a school counselor. I don't think you can call me a scientist, but that's the way my brain works. Oh, this is one of those sidetracky episodes, isn't it? Yes. Um, Okay. Well, what else are you going to do when you're just clomping through the woods? Your narrators are going to narrate their own lives. You're just clomping along. Clomp, clomp, clomp. (laughs) Um, So yeah, everyone is, everyone is doing okay. It's, slow going but you know you're making progress and you know that you are heading west right um you knew you wanted to stop kind of going so far north and try to hook under a little further south than you normally would have to get directly to melura right so osmer is kind of plodding along and, and his hooves are sinking into the uh lichen and the green a little bit further uh and every step he 
takes makes this like schlupping sound as it moves from the mud i think let's take our direction check to make sure to see how y'all are doing for this intent for this i'm the mapper yeah yeah i've i ask this every time i just want to double check that's all not great seven not great at all yeah the target was eight for the woods um and a cloudy day and a failure means that the movement is half so we go even slower yeah so things are things are moving so y'all are kind of plodding along and everybody's making their way what is what is on Marin's mind you know that somewhere in these woods there is a wyvern you know that you know the kobolds aren't fond of this job so what's what's Marin thinking about i think i'm hyper focused on trying to track the wyvern's movements Mm. i think i'm like i'm not looking forward i'm not even listening around me i'm trying to listen for wings and dying cattle and um thunder cracks and stuff like that i'm actively listening for something that i'm pretty sure only happens at night i don't know diana diana doesn't know but marin would know are wyverns awake in the day or uh it depends on the subspecies of wyvern it depends on the color of the wyvern okay and i don't have that information so i'm still listening then i'm like actively trying to listen oh uh you know what give me a you would this would um i'm is this even a test i'm wondering if this is even a test uh, I'm going to make you test because I wonder if Marin might be, you know, preoccupied to be dealing with this. Give me an intelligence plus spirit test. Okay. Eight. Marin knows that a wyvern that hunts at night and is near a lot of lightning and thunder would be either a blue wyvern or a silver wyvern which both breathed lightning. Mm-hmm. It is weird for a silver or blue wyvern to be in the like the mainland, to be like landlocked. They usually like stay somewhere around the coast or over the sea, but uh, it's not unheard of for a wyvern to, you know, come this far in looking for a mate. Speaking of the colors is blue or silver. Mm-hmm. I will never remember this. I need to write it down. What was the color of the wyvern that destroyed their lives? Uh, so good question. It was a red worm was the dragon. And it was aided by a black wyvern and a silver wyvern. Ah, okay. So their fears could be real. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Did I know that? Did Mara know that? I, I feel like they believe they did. I feel like they would have told me. Yeah. Okay, all right, so I have this information. The question is, does Marin share it? Because if she shares it, going to town is going to be even harder. But this is a really big deal. Like, we're getting a lot of money, wasn't it? Like 500 gold? Yeah. We basically wouldn't have to work until we get to the coast. Like, we could stay in inns. We could take littler jobs. Like, we wouldn't have to do a whole lot. We could be relatively safer. So this is a big deal. I want this money. I think she keeps that to herself. Wait, you didn't answer my question. They're nighttime. They're nocturnal. Yes. So I don't necessarily need to be worrying about them right now. 
Yeah, yes. I mean, I mean, she still is. I would, yeah. Like, she's still distracted because I failed that role. So she's still distracted listening for it. But I don't need to be. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the, the concern is that. What if there's more than one wyvern? What if it's bringing other wyverns? What if it's not actually the one I think it is? Like, all of this is going through her head. So she's yeah. still listening for it. And it can still be active, even if it's not, like, it's normal waking hours, you know? Yeah. So she's, you know, she's going to be more on alert at night. This means she's probably not going to sleep. But um, she's, I think that's what it is. She's, like, hyper-focused, hyper-listening, trying to see, like, are there more than just one set of wings? It, uh, like, what if I'm wrong about what kind of wyvern it is? What... Like, based on the information that I've got, what do I think it's, like, circle radius is? And she's trying to figure out all of that okay. while she's walking. So she's distracted. Uh, do you want to give me a, what for your hunter skill, I think you have to find... I don't have hunter skill. I have animal tracking. Yeah, that's a hunter skill. Oh. It's, uh, yeah, animal tracking is a hunter skill. You can track uh, monsters by following their prints and spore. But you haven't found any of that yet. But I've heard it. Would I find it spore? Like I have a, I have something to zero in on. Mm -hmm. I yeah. feel like that's what it that's I, what it means. Yeah, and I think if you're running through these scenarios, and especially things like you know its territory radius, like like where it might be going, um, yeah, go ahead and give me a strength plus intelligence. Okay, with my negative one because I because you've been a farmer for so long, right? Fifteen. Okay, yeah, so that's definitely going to do it. So there are a couple things that are running through your head, and you're kind of like running through all of these scenarios. If it is a wyvern, if it is the same wyvern that attacked their hive, it could be out looking for the last remnants of the hive, like trying to finish off the hive, in which case it could be going anywhere. If it is a wyvern that is unrelated if it's a separate wyvern um which may be because it's been here for long enough that people have been noting it in this territory it could just be lurking in this area looking for a mate and feeding and resting in which case um it's kind of nest could be anywhere within a few days walk of here but since that people in nebanir haven't been seeing it it's probably not, it probably doesn't stretch all the way out to Nebanir, so it's probably closer to the Meliura area. Um, so it's like you're like thinking about all of these things about like where it might be as you're kind of like running through these scenarios, thinking about these these things. Osmer stops. And he just kind of stands up straight and his hair kind of sticks out on end. And he's just kind of like looking in the distance or into the woods um, a little bit north. He's like turned north and is just kind of staring. Akray and Sorrel are, are kind of talking and Osmer is just not moving. I feel like that. I feel like Marin has worked with Osmer long enough that even if she's not consciously aware of doing it, she immediately pulls out her spade. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, muscle memory. Mm -hmm. Like, a part of her periphery noticed it, and she's, maybe as she's pulling out her spade, she's like, what the hell am I doing? And then taking in and realizing that Osmer's stopped and looked. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's believable, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that would happen. Yeah, she does that. 
She's pulling out her spade. And I think as she's pulling out her spade, she's realizing, I'm pulling out my spade. Why am I doing that? Osmer stopped. What's going on? Sorel looks up at you and she goes, uh, Marin, is, is everything okay? I think Marin like whispers, I don't know, and puts like a signals for quiet. And they go quiet. Um, what do you do? I try to maneuver all of us to somewhere with a little bit of cover. So maybe towards a bush or I don't think that's what this forest has. Um, maybe like a small grove of trees where there's a bunch of trees all together. Um, just somewhere where I can kind of hide Osmer and the kobolds if necessary. Also, if it's a wyvern, it'd be a little harder to get to us because we're like so close to the trees. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I'm slowly trying to maneuver us to something like that. Something with cover. Okay. So, yeah, you start like slowly moving everybody and Osmer does not want to move. Right. Like you go up to Osmer and he just is like not he's like resisting Mm -hmm. moving. So I make the kobolds do it. I make the kobolds move to somewhere with cover Um, before I start heading towards whatever it is that's got Osmer's attention. Oh, okay. Um, so you, you let Osmer kind of like not move. Yeah. I'd like to get Osmer undercover, but time is of the essence here. So I'm trying to save the kobolds a little, if I can, um, at least basically show them where cover is and then start moving towards whatever it is, because it could be a snake. Yeah. So Akraya and Sorrel take some cover as you start walking in the direction that Osmer is staring. He kind of like harumps. He lets out this like big sigh as if like he's not happy that you're going in that direction mm-hmm. well what do you want from me Osmer? <laughs> i tried to get you into cover and now i'm doing the thing that i thought you wanted me to do like i i think when Marin hears the harump she rolls her eyes because her brain is like what did you want me to do yeah. i tried to move you um but she continues on with the spade part out okay you kind of start making your way through through this brush and you can hear this huge, heavy breathing. And does it sound like a wyvern? If it sounds like a wyvern, she's turning around. Okay. I'll make a roll. I'll do a roll. It is slow and steady mm-hmm. and rhythmic. Mm-hmm. It's a sleeping wyvern. And it's got that, it's got the telltale, like deep, guttural crackling of a wyvern sweet i walked us right into the den we went north didn't we we went north okay so i'm hearing all of this i stop well fuck do i murder this thing i gotta do it in one blow otherwise i'm putting us all in danger compared to my body size how big is a wyvern big right big okay i'm not fighting it slowly start backing up Slowly start backing up and then slowly make us walk as west as effing possible. All right. Then the last thing that I'm going to make you do actually is could you roll me a dex plus spirit roll? Sure. I knew I should have put it in my spirit. I never, I always put it in my spirit and I never need it in my spirit and I should have put it in my spirit today. And this is going to be a, we're going to say it's a, Eight, a target eight. I got a 10. Okay. Uh, Wow, the panic that went through my body. 
So you start making your way and you are like staring at the ground of every step you take. Mm -hmm. And the kobolds start walking behind you. uh, And Osmer like very slowly starts moving. And you start to leave that deep guttural breathing behind. it for this week thank you so much for joining us we hope that you enjoyed this episode ryutomo was designed by atsuhiro okada and translated into english by matt sanchez and andy kitkowski you can find more at kotohi.com we want to thank zach b our editor and producer without whom this show would not get made if you didn't hear me dying of laughter and also burps thank you zach b We also want to thank In Love With A Ghost for the use of their song, Chilling At Nemu's Place, off of the album Healing. You can find In Love With A Ghost at inlovewiththeghost.bandcamp.com. Please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. It means a lot to us, and it helps other people to find us. And you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HeartPointsPod. Please follow us and join us for discussion about RPGs and podcasts, and make sure to share us with everyone you know, especially your RPG-loving friends. Thank you so much to our patrons whose support keeps this show going. If you would like to become a patron of the show, find us at patreon.com forward slash heartpointspod. You can directly support the show and help us to maintain it and better it every week while getting cool rewards like access to our patron-only Discord, a monthly bonus pod, and other things. I know we're really busy, but we try really hard for you guys. So please, every dollar makes a difference. This episode was sponsored by patrons Sean Tompkin and Mark Kennedy. Mark is the ambitious and kind Pega titled Warrior of the Grasses, whose stone shrine is polished clean by the hands of praying pilgrims. Thank you so much for your support, Sean and Mark. And thank all of you again for joining us in our adventure today. We hope that as you return back to the real world, that you continue to have a very nice day. But like, a very, very nice one. (laughs) 